Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love heist movies. I'm Danny. I'm Robbie. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. This week we watched uh, Batman Assault on Arkham. Uh, Jacob's not here, so I've managed to get the, the title <laughs> right. Um, Jacob is off this week again. He's off doing something. Wallace is MIA for the 58th week in a row. <laughs> Uh, but we've got uh, we've got Robbie Levin here. Hey, what's up? Improviser and guitarist, musician, musician, jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Uh, let's see, my band because we lost our bassist. I'm playing guitar, bass, mm-hmm. keys. You know, if you singing. need a bassist, I know someone who was the original, the original bassist and taking back Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, if you wanna, you know, make sure we do power chords. <laughs> Um, so what is, what is your history with, with Batman? Do you know Batman? Do you yeah. like yeah. Batman? Yeah, uh, Batman's like always been my favorite superhero. Um, Dark Knight's like one of my favorite movies. Keep that mic right up at, at your face. What? Point the mic at your face. Oh, it, is, yeah. this, is this better? That's much better. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, just always been a Batman fan. Yeah? Um, not really much else to talk about. My history of Batman's like... I like Batman. <laughs> Batman's cool. Yeah, that's a great cool. place to start. This this movie, you saw this movie beforehand, right? No, actually. Oh, you so did. I wanted to. I always wanted to, because um, like Suicide Squad's always been something that like I thought was like cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember like when the movie came out, the live action movie. Yeah. And I remember being hyped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw the movie early. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine. I was able to get press passes. And so we went and we saw Suicide Squad and we had to sign a contract saying, because this is really meant for the press, not Mm -hmm. for like the general public, because we're not members of the press. We're not allowed to talk about the movie on social media before it officially hits theaters that Mm -hmm. Friday. It was like the Monday before. And so like we saw the movie and we walked out and we were like, Oof. Yeah, not good. <laughs> I was struck by how similar. I mean, it, it went off in a different direction at some point, but yeah. at least like the the first half of this movie. Oh yeah, felt very, very similar. I mean, I can definitely see that like the live action film probably took a couple things from this because this came out before. Like, yeah, twenty fourteen. This is twenty fourteen. Right? That was twenty seventeen. I think sixteen. Because it was sixteen. It was the. I saw it the day before I moved to New York. Okay. Yeah. Um, funny enough, <laughs> everyone's like posting on social media up to the release. Of, yeah. Like, I hope this movie is good. And then the reviews came out before it came before the movie came out. And people were like, oh, no, and it's I, not good. I couldn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah. I couldn't warn people like, don't. <laughs> what would have happened if you'd said something? I don't know. <laughs> DC probably sends Batman to come. Uh, <laughs> to come just kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hospitalize me <laughs> i saw this um i don't know if it was like an onion article or click hole or hard drive hard times one of those satirical websites yeah uh recently put out um like an article 
It was like hospital begs Batman to consider killing people because <laughs> like their beds are just so yeah. full of people. Batman's just absolutely destroying. So the idea of the the Suicide Squad in general feels like something that, as like a fourteen year old, I would have thought was really awesome. And by like fifteen, I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, like the idea of the Suicide Squad. Just for anyone who's not familiar with this. The, the government takes a, a bunch of uh, super villains, super criminals who are like have life sentences in prison and they they give them this like basically impossible task. And they say, if you survive this, then we'll knock like 10 years off your prison sentence. But they're they're recruiting super criminals and just letting them out <laughs> in the world like they're they're going to. They're super criminals. They're going to commit crimes. They're going to be trying to find a way to undermine you and get out of this. Hey, here's a great idea. Let's make the World Council, Genghis Khan, yeah. uh, Charles Manson, Charles Manson, Adolf Hitler, yeah. Joseph Stalin, yeah, and uh, who else was terrible? I want to say Mussolini, but like he already teamed up with Hitler. Um, sure. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. I don't know. <laughs> I love uh, I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Time was so and, and Hitler, I also I don't think I don't know how great they would be in a fight. I feel um, like they Tommy would, be, would kick Hitler's ass. You think? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um I actually <laughs> I watched the room last week. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was in town, she never saw the room. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. That man is like strangely ripped. He's ripped, but in a way that's like kind of gross. Yeah, it's like if like a a really good looking, really muscular guy died, and like <laughs> they pulled him out of the river after like three days. <laughs> oh my god! Like he, he, he's like the zombie of like a good looking guy. Woof. Um, it's good coffee, by the way. Thank you. Uh, so I I don't know. Would he beat Adolf? I guess Adolf Hitler is. Uh, not even the the zombie of a good looking guy. He's not. He's a bad comb over that hates people. I feel like he would be more okay with guns than Tommy, though. Um, I think Tommy would try to fight with some sort of honor that I don't think Adolf true. Hitler would abide by. But I also feel like because Tommy, Tommy's. I don't know why I said Tommy for this world console. Tommy Wiseau is a great human being. I, I don't know if I go that far. I mean, we don't we don't actually know whether or not he's a good person. But like, I feel like we can assume Tommy Wiseau is a good person. I, I don't know that he's a good person. I wouldn't put him on like the same level as Adolf Hitler. <laughs> no, not at all. I really don't know why Tommy Wiseau came out of yeah. my mouth. <laughs> uh, fine. Um, on that same panel of people, um, who was... Bad throughout history. Oh, Christopher Columbus. Okay. <laughs> he was awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We have a holiday for him, and he's terrible. But I think in, in our historical Suicide Squad, you need people who are going to be able to do the dirty work yeah. themselves. Genghis Khan, like, great choice. Attila the Hun. Uh, mm, there we go. Um, uh, uh, some, I don't know, some some king or some, uh, maybe not a... <laughs> some king. Yeah, some king, you know, um, one of the kings. Dart board. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, throw a dart, pick a random king. Yeah, Jack oh. the Ripper. Was he a real person? Yeah. Was he real? I thought that was like a like an urban myth. No, he was a real person. Huh. <laughs> you think Probably was? for a, dip, a different episode, but isn't there like... 
some movie or maybe like a TV episode or something where Batman fights Jack the Ripper. Gotham by Gaslight. There we go. It was a... Was uh, it good? No. Well, I, I haven't uh. seen the movie. The comic book was very bad. Woof. The comic book, uh, uh, it's, it starts off with like, it's like an alternate history thing where Batman is Batman in like the turn of the 20th century. Yeah. And uh, Jack the Ripper has stopped killing in England. And then he... Moved to Gotham. <laughs> yeah, he moved to Gotham. <laughs> yeah, the and there's also it's set up as though it's like a big mystery, but the there's like four characters in it. It's Batman, Alfred, Commissioner Gordon, and this fourth guy who has no analog in the modern. Which one do you think okay. is going to be Jack the Ripper? Uh, it's it's Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> Like like Red Skull from yeah they had a big America. crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Red Hood or the Red Skull came out. I'm like nope, going with it. <laughs> but Suicide Squad, it's uh, the the government recruits right. these these criminals. Um, it, they're they're gonna inevitably try to find a way to get out of the captivity and they try do. to work against you. Yeah. They they don't want to be here. It it's like um, they, they did this thing in. Um, uh, I read about this in, in Freakonomics about like um, when you're motivating people, you have to they have to kind of be on your side and like want to work towards the same goal, mm-hmm. or else they're gonna find ways to just game the system. Yeah. So um, in like uh, 1850s India, the there's like a really serious problem with cobras. There are cobras just everywhere. So okay. the the British government set up this thing where they'll give you like a, a dollar or whatever for every mm. dead cobra you bring in. And yeah. so people started just farming cobras. Yeah, I, I heard about that. And then they were like, nope. And then yeah. there's like more cobras than yeah, they started exactly. with. I like re- very recently read about that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. Because um, they didn't give a shit. And you, so they just try to game the system. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the Suicide Squad. They don't care about your goal. They want to find a way to get out of prison. And you're just letting them loose into the world. Yeah, I feel like the ideal Suicide Squad is... It would have to be a team of people who have a moral code, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Deadshot, for example, mm-hmm. um, he's... Be- like, the way the characters evolved over the years, like, obviously, you know, he's a very classic villain, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, he's become somewhat um, like has developed a moral code, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets paid to kill like rich people who are corrupt and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and he's doing it all for the sake of his daughter and all that jazz. Um, yeah, um, I, I I guess I can I can see that. Or yeah. you could or just Black Spider. Yeah, I don't know why he was there. He was he's an anti hero. He's or, like, he, who gets a life sentence for killing bad guys? Right. Yeah, who gets a life sentence for murder? You know well, how they, they... I mean, okay, fair. They, murder is the, like only really murder if it's a good person. Well, okay, fair, but let's look at Red Hood, mm-hmm. who kills. Sure. Uh, let's look at Superman's killed. Sure. Um, Code Apocalypse. Doom, Apocalypse, Doomsday, Doomsday, Zod, yeah, or Doomsday, yeah. Apoc- There's another crossover with uh, X Men. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think w- the ideal Suicide Squad is is six guys who you're paying, who aren't super criminals, J- just six like soldiers. Just get like a SWAT mercenaries. Team. Yeah, so like Deathstroke, for example, or Deathstroke, or just people who aren't super villains. Just six guys. Is he? Does he? Does Deathstroke have powers? 
I don't. I yeah. I think he has some sort of low level, like he's regenerative. Got like, I don't know if it's regenerative. I mean, Deadpool is like basically a copy of him. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, Deathstroke is Slade Wilson, and then Deadpool is Wade Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think he has some sort of cognitive enhancements. So he's super smart. Yeah, like some sort of like being able to to think and react tactically okay. much faster. I mean, um, the guy killed Rachel Ghoul. Like he's not like someone who's just like a two bit villain. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He has superhuman strength, agility, durability, uh, durability, and reflexes. What do you call those powers? And a, re- and a regenerative healing factor. That's a power. Yeah. <laughs> so he's Wolverine. Yeah, pretty much. He, he's Deadpool. <laughs> and he's Deadpool. Though. It's exactly the same I mean, character as Deadpool. They that, look, that's the intention, yeah. though. I, I don't think it was... I, I think it was such a blatant ripoff that they've had to kind of lean into it. But Deadpool did not start off as a parody character. He started off as a very serious. Yeah, he was a serious X Men villain. Yeah, and then they were like, "Eh, fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> this um, is we we we've been so blatantly called out on our copyright infringement that we we have to <laughs> just 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 kind of say, "Fuck it, it's a parody." First Amendment yeah. rights. Yeah, <laughs> can't get can't get shit if we call it a parody. Yeah. Uh. So so this movie. Um, it starts out that Batman rescues the the Riddler from a black ops assassination order directed by Amanda Waller, and she's she's returning him to Arkham Asylum. She has this team in place, this black ops team. Why not just use them? Why why, oh, why does she have to bring in the Suicide Squad? She has this team of people who are like not going to be trying to actively subvert her. I feel like you know that's the problem with both of the Suicide Squad movies we've seen so far, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, it's like a task that's not exactly impossible. With the Black Ops team, they have to go undercover is the issue. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn makes sense to go undercover in Arkham City. Yeah. Or, wow, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, which, oh yeah, wait. So this is a slight tangent. I read online, so this movie's not part of like the DC animated universe. Okay. This is part of the... Arkham video games universe. Yeah. Between Origins like, and Asylum. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then like Troy Baker voiced Joker, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There, I didn't have a, a follow up to that. I just thought that was interesting that it's a, it's in a completely different universe than most of the movies. Troy, Troy Baker, I believe the only person to have played both Batman and the Joker. When was he Batman? He played Batman in Lego Batman colon the movie dash DC Superheroes Unite. So not the Lego Batman people actually care about. <laughs> not the not it was one of the many straight to DVD Lego Batman. Wolf. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Wolf, but this is a straight to DVD movie. Yes. <laughs> um So I, I feel like you can't send a Black Ops team into Arkham. I I guess so, but it's She's working for the government. I feel like she could manipulate the system into saying we need to. We need pull the Riddler. Riddler. Give us the Riddler. Yeah. Um. And so there, there are some holes. Yeah. But it, I, I feel like the holes are better than. I'm gonna make a lot of comparisons this episode between this and uh, the live action Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um. I, I think that's kind of natural. Sure. They um, they start off very similar. They yeah. Um. 
so she she basically recruits all these criminals then to go in and uh, she's not initially saying she's going to kill the Riddler, which I, I want to talk about in a minute. But yeah. she, the Riddler has um, this information. He's got like this storage thing yeah. that lists all the previous members of the Suicide Squad and all potential future members, which I, I guess the Suicide Squad is illegal. I um I I guess I, I mean if you really think about it it's a team doing things off the books everything needs to be recorded um by I would assume by law yeah I'm not a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> the the whole the, the stakes in this just I I was having trouble following why this is so important what are the stakes yeah. what's going to happen if this information gets out like kind of the whole purpose of the Suicide Squad is that they are expendable. Yeah. That it's okay. You can, if any of these people die. I think it's like, um, you've seen uh, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. Uh, they leak the uh, shield files at the end of the movie. People now know who's shield, who's Hydra, mm-hmm. right? Hydra does not want to be known. They don't want to be found out. I think this is kind of the same way. Not that Suicide Squad's Hydra, but that like Suicide Squad is just something that like can't be known by the general public. Like Superman, Justice League, okay, people know that. Yeah. Granted, this is the Arkham game, so maybe Superman doesn't exist. Who knows? Um, I, I guess maybe that's the the stakes is that. Uh, even if it's not illegal, it's something that they don't want the public to know yeah. is it's going like on. It's like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they can't let the public know who they are. Cause yeah. What they're doing is illegal. Like, being a vigilante is illegal. Right. Um, Keep that mic in, in front of you. your oh, face. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, if Batman was to be like, yo, I'm Bruce Wayne, you're like, Cool. You're under arrest. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's like kind of like, you know, you, they can't be doing vigilante work. I guess it's not vigilante work. Though, right. They're con- it's, government. They're, it's government. Yeah. But they're but being forced. I guess it's it's more like um, uh, a CIA agent being compromised. Yeah. And it's even if they are disposed, the suicide squad is disposable. It's still like it. it's if everyone who they've used has been like outed then it, it's yeah. like they but I don't it's not like their their identities are that secret when they're on missions or anything and they're they're but everyone knows who Harley Quinzel is like yeah and Captain Boomerang is like he's just throwing boomerangs all he's not I hiding mean, yeah. who he is. Like Deadshot's really the only one with an identity protect. Uh I guess Black Spider, but no one cares about him. Yeah several um, of these guys don't even wear masks. Who is I've never heard of Black Spider, nor have I heard of uh, was it Killer Shark? Was that his name? Yeah. Which uh, I think they actually like make a little like throwaway joke. Um, the scene where they're like in the warehouse and they're like looking for um, Riddler's cane. Mm-hmm. Um, Riddler's cane is where he keeps the uh, the USB. The f- yeah, the, the files. Yeah. Uh, Killer Shark's like looking at like different um, crates. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're marked with like different names of different villains who were locked up in Arkham. And he's mm-hmm. like, 
Firefly, uh, this guy, this guy, never heard of them. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> never heard of you, buddy. <laughs> but I guess it's the point. Um, uh, that that was one moment that actually kind of made me laugh because yeah. all the villains he named are like very like C list villains, oh, yeah. except for like Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Like, but I mean, oh, all the ones he, he named are, like on the oh that he named, yeah, yeah. It's like Firefly. I at least have heard of Firefly. Yeah, he, and he's an Arkham um, Arkham Knight. That was I've. So since this is in the Arkham universe, uh, I've played all of Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. I've played about half of Arkham City, which I know I should probably get around to finishing. But, but Firefly's like not, he's never going to be in a movie. No. Like, like a live action movie. No way. Unless DC, because here's the thing. Marvel's been able to pull out like the two-bit villains and the mm-hmm. two-bit superheroes because they've been like building up. Yeah. If DC just took their time, like if Batman v Superman maybe was like the 12th movie in. Yeah. Maybe we could have something. Yeah. And also, I mean, I, I don't want to go too much into this because we're going to cover this movie at some point. But right. The, yeah. the Justice League movie. I actually like, haven't seen that. I, this is the minorest of spoilers. This is something yeah. that's not going mean, to surprise you. Won't, um, <laughs> yeah. It's not very good. Uh, but uh, uh, Batman, uh, I guess spoilers for this three-year-old movie too, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, Superman dies at the end of Batman v right, Superman, yeah. and then uh, he comes back in Justice League, and it's like there's he's not even dead for like a full movie. Like it, his resurrection like means nothing. It's you didn't he he died he died for he, he died before we had like time to really give a shit about who this guy is, and he came back before his death meant anything it was not a surprise that he came back it was didn't yeah, of course it's superman yeah he, 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 you can't kill off superman in the second movie of your multi-movie franchise yeah. it's, it's like it's like um but if they killed him off and then like three or four movies later they they brought him back and we kind of gotten used to like okay superman is just gone in this world then it would have been a big deal to bring him back yeah i think um I knew, uh, and I know, like we 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 shouldn't be talking about other yeah. movies, um, like anything but this movie. Um, but they're all better than this one. Assault on Arkham. Yeah. I, um, hang on. Okay. Actually, I kind of liked it. Okay. Um, and I think the reason why I liked it was because I was. The entire movie, I was comparing it to Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, it was better than that. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's why I liked it. Um, that this, being said... This turd is better than that puke. This, yeah, right. <laughs> um, this movie was just... It was boring. Yeah. It was... I, I It got to a point where I just started looking at my phone. I'm like, okay, what's well, on Facebook? This, this um, thing suffered from the same thing that really bothered me about the live action Suicide Squad is that there's... Uh, so many characters that we just did not have time to really develop any of them, yeah. and they just none of them really mattered to me. I mean, I think, th- and I think this is like what the DC live action movies have been doing too. It's like you know these characters, yeah. What's character development? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I am a big comic book guy. I yeah. know like a lot of stuff. I barely know Captain Boomerang. And <laughs> well cuz I mean he's a classic Suicide Squad character though. That's the thing. I think that's why he's in like 
the classic lineup. But I'm just saying, like, if I barely know and barely give a shit about Captain Boomerang, how can they expect just anyone? Yeah, yeah. Who played him in um, the live action movie? Because um, I actually like him. Like, um, oh, he was in another movie. Um, he was. Uh, uh, I guess he's been in a lot of things. Um, Joel. Courtney played him in the. Zhao Courtney. Yeah. Or how do you pronounce his name? It's not Zhao. Uh, J A. Oh, I'm sorry. J A I. It's like yeah. I I don't know. I I know who you're talking about though. Um, he, he did this bizarre. He's a good actor. He was fine. He was, it was he was not the issue with that movie. No. But um, the they did this bizarre thing with him where they're um they have like a, a kind of a montage. Showing all the the villains as they're being recruited, and wait, uh, which which movie are we talking about? The the one we're here to talk about. Oh, okay, <laughs> right, right. Um, where uh, he he's like in in prison, yeah, and like some guy tries to to stab him or something. He's like, and like he just throws lunch the lunch tray. He, he throws a lunch tray as if it's a boomerang. It comes back. <laughs> it comes back. <laughs> Maybe they're just like that's his power. Anything he throws comes back. <laughs> that's not the power. I mean, it's not his power. He doesn't have powers. No. He's just really good with boomerangs. Yeah. Um. You can't just throw anything. Like to throw this coffee mug. Yeah. Even a real boomerang, it's difficult to make that come back. Uh, we were talking before we started this episode. We were talking about Breath of the Wild, yeah. and uh, the thing I hate most about that game is that they completely screwed over the boomerangs. Mm-hmm. You can't like I have not figured out how to catch a boomerang. Yeah, it's it's kind of tricky. Yeah, um, but they also uh, let me run through real quick the yeah, the, the criminals that they. Uh, they they recruit uh, Black Spider, who we've established neither of us really know anything about. No one knows him. Also, pretty much pretty sure he's not a villain. Yeah, and also he didn't really do anything in this movie. I I showed up not he knowing died. who he was. He he died. Yeah, <laughs> I show up not knowing who he is. I walk away having no more information no. about who he is. He fought Batman and lost. I guess. Yeah, I don't know what his powers are. I don't know anything about him. When I first saw him, I thought he was like. I was like, oh, cool. They have their own version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Then he, like, did nothing yeah. that Spider-Man does. And I'm like, cool. He he just carries that name around. Then they have Fraud. Captain Boomerang, right. who, as yeah. we've established his powers, is he just carries a lot of boomerangs and throws them around. Uh, um, except for in this movie, anything he throws comes that's, back That's him. right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, somebody had some... I think it was Harley Quinn had some line about... Uh, you know, I used to be a psychologist, and um, it, men who throw boomerangs all the time have trouble letting go. Yeah, I was just <laughs> like, damn. I love Harley Quinn. Um, I don't like. Um, we we can talk cr- trash about this movie. Yeah. We can talk trash with the live action Suicide Squad. I think the best parts of both of those movies was Harley Quinn. I think Margot sure. Robbie killed. Harley Quinn, um, and I think this version of Harley Quinn, minus the, minus the sex scene. Oh boy, yeah. Um, what's with DC animated movies and sex scenes? Let's let's get to that in a minute. I want to yeah. run through the rest of the the yeah, cast. Yeah, do here. the villains. Yeah. So uh, Deadshot, who uh, again no powers, he just is a incredibly good shot. Yeah. He's got these uh, guns that are kind of like strapped to his wrist. Yeah, and he can do like trick shots. And yeah. Stuff. Uh, Harley Quinn, who's uh, Harley everyone Quinn. knows her. She's the the Wait, Joker's who? 
Yeah, the Joker's girlfriend. Again, no powers, just likes to hit people with a bat um, or a hammer. I just want to say one quick thing. Uh, I love Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I think I already established that. She is such an icon. She is Jewish, bisexual, uh, a survivor of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Freaking doctor, mm-hmm. a PhD, mm-hmm. um, which is actually that makes no sense because she's a psychiatrist. Technically, that would be an MD. But that's an oversight on DC. Uh, sh- and she's from she's from Brooklyn. Hmm. She's like one of the few DC characters. It's actually from like a real place. She's from Bensonhurst. I, I I just looked her up on Wikipedia, and apparently she has a PhD. She's oh. depicted as a psychiatrist but she was trained as a psychologist you literally need an md or a do to prescribe medication but if she has a if she's a psychologist with phd would make sense then right psychologist is phd or society uh oh yeah so yeah people know me outside of comedy and music uh i am a therapist i have my master's in mental health counseling yeah um so i know I know a thing or two about all this. You need a PhD or a PsyD to be a psychologist. You need an MD or a DO to be a psychiatrist. Um, One prescribes medication. One does therapy. So maybe she has a PhD and she's just not as open about the fact that she has an MD. She might have an MD. Yeah. She might be a medical Maybe it just doesn't come up. Yeah. Um, Or maybe, you know comic book shenanigans <laughs> like yeah yeah sure yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the the whole uh, accreditation system in dc is is weird it's always bothered me that uh, mr freeze does not have a phd either does, well yeah he's not dr freeze yeah it's mr freeze <laughs> uh doesn't that sound like he should be it doesn't seem like he, he ought to be a doctor have a doctorate yeah like considering all he does you'd think is poison ivy a doctor does I she have a believe doctor? so. She's um, Pamela plant Isley doctor, uh, but herbologist, but, but, baton, botana, botanicalist, botanist, <laughs> botanist. Thank you. Well, I guess you don't need a PhD to be a botanist, but a herbal, herbal. What did you, what did you say? Herbologist is that, that a real I don't thing? No. Um, um, but we. While you're looking that up, though, I I wanted. Wait, did you go through the cast of characters? Oh, not yet. I'll I'll go through while you're looking that up. She does uh, have a PhD. She does. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Killer Frost. Yes. Who I love. Um, I I don't think Killer Frost, like of all the ice villains that are in the DC universe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she doesn't get enough love. She's fine. It's it's her power set and her personality are just so similar to twenty other villains that it, it it's Mr. freeze. Yeah. Uh, Captain Cold. Sure. Um, Ice. Yeah. Um, uh, you ever seen? You've seen Young Justice, right? I have. Uh, was it like the first episode? It's like Superman's fighting an ice villain. Batman and Robin are fighting an ice villain. Mm-hmm. Flash is fighting an ice villain. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's fighting an ice villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. We get it. DC yeah. has too many ice villains. There's too many. Of them. There's too many ice villains. Melt them. Yeah. Get them out of here. And then the uh, then we've got King Shark, who's uh, King Shark. Yeah, he's 
pretty much just like um, he's a lot like Killer uh, uh, Killer what? Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Yeah, what he's a Killer Croc. But he needs like so. But he's like Killer Croc mixed with the the James Bond villain with that that metal jaw. Oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Um, what was his name like? Metal jaw? No idea. Snappy teeth? Snappy, <laughs> snappy teeth. Yeah. You know what? Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Teeth. Snappy teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final member of the team is KG Beast. Oh, yeah. And he just, he's, ex- he's we're talking about expendable. They kill yeah. him off, like, immediately. They're like, it's like the Soviet Russian dude who was, like, missing an arm. He's yeah. basically like a winter soldier. He, like, replaced his arm with a gun. Oh, so he's not. He's he's like he's like not Winter Soldier. <laughs> like Winter Soldier mixed with like Ash from Evil Dead. <sighs> I love Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, KG Beast is like that more than maybe any other villain or superhero I'd, I'd know. It feels like they found the pun and like worked backwards from there. <laughs> Wait, what? They they just like came up with that name. It's like okay, oh, it's KG a, Beast and say yeah. KGB. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's make him yeah. like a Soviet spy. Yeah. Uh, then like, maybe okay. he's got a gun arm. Yeah, sure, so, whatever. We yeah, got the yeah. we got to turn this shit in in six hours. Uh, what? Who did he? What? Whose villain is he? I believe he's primarily a Batman villain. I don't okay. think he's sh- come up that much since the fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> I uh, mean, in this day and age, when people actually like socialism in America, <laughs> he's actually probably more like an anti-hero. Well, they don't they like socialism. They don't like the KGB though. No, no, the K- KGB is like pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> people are coming around on socialism. They're not coming around on gun arms. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, we need gun control. <laughs> so yeah, gun arms probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like bad. An artisanal gun arm shop in Brooklyn. We have like uh, conservatives uh, running for office on the platform that we need to arm teachers with gun arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every teacher in every school in America must have a gun arm. Yes. <laughs> the right to gun arms. Oof. Um, so, um, and I wanted to say something about King Shark. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If he's human, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Um, can we talk about the fact that his teeth are not part of him? Yeah. Like, when he's, like, kept in prison, he's just, like, gumming it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't got teeth, which I get, you know, whatever. His teeth are metal. Right. What the hell is his power? Just being big? I, I think it's that he's half shark. Is he? Uh, I, I'm looking at his uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, it says he's a humanoid shark, and his father is the king of all sharks. And his mom's what? A human? Uh, does his mom? Does his mom have sex with a shark? I guess. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I don't want to know what that's like. It sounds awful. It doesn't sound fun. Why would she do that? What made her be like? Yeah, I really like the shark. I don't know, people. You know what? Don't don't kink shame kink shame on this podcast. People people like what they like. Some people like. I'm gonna kink shame bestiality. I'm sorry. <laughs> like bestiality and pedophilia, I feel like are the two kink sh- kinks you should kink shame. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if the shark is okay with it, it's okay. 
Like if it's consensual. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, that's uh, consent's important. Yeah. Consent's important. I think consensual bestiality I'm okay with. This is complicated. (laughs) (laughs) This is too complicated. Um, Also, just even if the shark is is okay with it. Wait, sharks aren't mammals, so they don't have like the same fish. It it had to be some kind of like a genetic splicing thing. You couldn't just have sex with a shark. They they lay eggs. They don't have just like a, a a penis, right? Well, uh, they they still have like they still have the the genitalia. They just are you are you looking up shark penis right now? I'm yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I think they still have the genitalia. They just they like the eggs are laid outside of the body instead of like in the body like mammals. Uh, apparently, sharks practice internal fertilization. Wait for. Yeah. Really? The the posterior part of a male shark's pelvis so fins are modified into uh b- 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 So they, they have sex, like they, the normal they, they, way they have sex. Yeah, they, they say it's it's basically equivalent to a penis. Mating has rarely been observed in sharks. Um Um Okay. I'm glad no one got paid to yeah. watch. Oh, well, I don't know. I guess it's important for the like, academia. In in some Sharks, they, they kind of curl around each other. In less flexible species, the two sharks swim parallel to each other while the male inserts the clasper into the female's oviduct. Uh, yeah, so sharks, sharks fuck. Fuck. Sharks fuck. fuck. This shark fucks. This shark fucks. Uh, so the, they've... God, we're 40 minutes in and we're two minutes into the movie. Oh, my God. Uh, so they, they're, uh, they're going to break into Arkham and recover the thumb drive from the Riddler's cane. And uh, so that they're sent into Gotham City where Penguin has been hired by Waller to give them arms and equipment and a place to stay. This part made no sense. Go on. No, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't make any sense because he's it, – it's – They've set up that he's agreed to all this. Then they show up and he's like, what the fuck is this? Harley Quinn, I'm going to kill you. It's like, what? shouldn't he know that she was coming? He's agreed to this whole plan. Also, it it, it feels weird that the government is making deals with the Penguin. Right. Um... And it also felt weird. He's eating raw fish. He's just got like a gigantic... Pile. I mean, that version of the penguin. There's two versions of the penguin, right? Yeah. There's the the version of the penguin that acts way too much like a penguin, mm-hmm. uh, like the Danny DeVito type. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so there's that version. And then, did you play the Batman Telltale game? I didn't. Um, without spoiling anything. The way they did uh, Cobblepot was that they made him young. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like he's in his 30s. He's tall, slim. Honestly, like, I'd go on a date with him if if he wasn't, like, so skeevy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's a good-looking dude in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, childhood friends with Bruce Wayne. And he, um, it's the classic, you know, the Cobblepots versus the Waynes. And the Waynes kind of screwed over the Cobblepots. And he's coming back for revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- he's just Penguin by name. Like, he's wearing a mask um, so that people don't know what he's doing when he's, like, mm-hmm. shooting rockets at stuff. Right. <laughs> um, 
Otherwise, like, like that's the part of the like that's the penguin I like the right. just I'm a terrible person with guns. Yeah, not the I'm a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's cheesy. Yeah, it's cheesy. And, and then this is uh, right around where where Deadshot and Harley Quinn have sex, and it Whoa. just it it felt like. Uh, neither of them should be attracted to the other one. Like I, I didn't. Um, I get Harley. Harley's like she. I would. I would go so far as say that Harley's pan. Like she. Sorry, Harley's pan. Like Harley. Awesome figure for sexuality, for sex positivity. Yeah. Um. That scene wasn't needed, though. It didn't. It had nothing to do with her being pan in my mind. It was just that I didn't feel like there was any chemistry between them. There was nothing leading up to to this that made it seem like there's any no. kind of attraction in either direction. No, not at all. Um, my I was watching the movie last night, and my roommate came home. Um, not the one you know, but mm-hmm. the other roommate, uh-huh. her boyfriend, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Um, if you're listening to this, probably won't. <laughs> um, so he walks in and he actually has seen this movie before. He's a, he's a big Batman fan too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, you're watching, um, Assault in Arkham. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, this movie I feel like was written by 20 year olds mm-hmm. for 13 year olds who think they're edgy. Yes. And they're like, ooh, a sex scene. Ooh, Joker said bitch. Yeah. There ooh, so Killer Frost is naked. When they just threw in curse words just for no reason. Yeah, that felt so weird. It just felt really forced in. So weird. Hit the Joker's like, hey, you bitch. You bitch. And you I'm like, fucking asshole. I'm like, whoa. It felt like when you're 13 and you realize you like you can curse. And so you're just <laughs> doing just it all everything. the time. When it's like it the Tenacious D movie. Yeah. When, when it just it doesn't fit the situation. It doesn't add anything. You're just... Throwing in the just saying fuck just just to say it. Uh, so they they're kind of going around the city and Harley um, goes and, and tries to get this doll to to get arrested. I think to, that to get was, arrested. Yeah, I think she was just breaking in to get arrested so she can get into Arkham. I I was a little confused though because it it did seem like she genuinely wanted this doll. It wasn't like she was just committing any kind of crime. Just to get arrested, she was like looking for this specific doll. I mean, the doll's never brought up again, so right. it's possible that that was just all a cover. Uh, she's a pretty good actress. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. What it was. So also, ba- where is Tara Strong? She's the best Harley Quinn voice actress. She's not in this movie, and that yeah. is a shame. So Batman arrives, uh, demanding that she tell them where Joker hid this dirty bomb, and he's been ransacking the city in search of it. Uh, <laughs> And Harley doesn't know anything about it, so uh, he he sends her back to Arkham. And this is where it it feels like this turns into a heist movie, except like they kind of abandon that idea. They do. Like it, the, there's like two minutes where it feels like they've got this complicated plan. We're gonna break in, and it's kind of Ocean Eleven-y. It was good at that point. I was like, "This is solid." And then they just like, "Nope, we're gonna, we're just gonna shoot everyone." Yeah, fuck exactly, it, exactly. fuck it. They they have this plan that she's being let in, and Deadshot is like posing as a guard. He's got like the uniform and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Killer 
Frost is like a dead body. Yeah, she's in a uh, body bag, and they like scan it, and it's there's no warmth. They're like, yeah, that checks out as a dead body, and yeah. then. Harley sees the the Joker whose cage is just like immediately in front of the entrance. Freaks the fuck out. I, yeah. I actually wrote about, um, I wrote about the Joker, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I got a few things to say. But what a weird position to place his cage in, just right in front of the entrance of the prison. It wasn't the entrance. It was like the solitary confinement cells. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. But there's no other cells around it. Oh, there were. They just like either they didn't have anyone in there, or like they just like were too unimportant. Because like, let's be real. If the Joker was in jail, he'd get solitary. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about it. The Joker, you can't have the Joker literally talk to another human being, right. Without figuring out how to get out. Um. <clears throat> so they they have this uh, whole plan to get in there. Killer, uh, killer shark. King Shark. King Shark. Don't make the same mistake yeah. I did. <laughs> uh, he he like hacks into the the footage, the like, security cam footage, and uh, starts playing like the previous day's footage. Yeah, and and it's like this whole elaborate heist scheme, and then uh, Harley just sees Joker, and the whole thing just falls apart, and she grabs a gun and starts like shooting at him. It wasn't too bad because like. Uh, Deadshot was kind of able to kind of take control of the yeah. situation, get her out of there, and then they were able to move on with their plan. the The plan continued pretty well until they got to. Um, I mean, it the continued, yard. but it wasn't like this smooth, cool, elaborate. I mean, do you expect this team to be smooth and cool <laughs> and elaborate? Well, I think if they want to make a heist movie, you, you, that, there's a, a kind of a formula for what a heist movie is. That they, it's the yeah. the fun of a heist movie is that it's this brilliant plan and like you you think the plan is ruined and then it turns out the it was part of the plan was actually part of the plan and like if if she just if it was like oh no harley quinn was just acting again yeah Yeah. that would have been great i've been like great movie 10 out of 10 this this felt like how i play like a stealth mission in a video game where i start off like really stealthy and like immediately someone notices me (laughs) i'm just like oh fuck it i'll shoot everyone playing playing uncharted too much exactly oh such a good game uh, so they, they find Harley's mallet and Riddler's cane, uh, but the, the cane is, is empty. And Batman arrives because he, he figured out that um, the footage, he was like just watching the footage, and all the it, it showed all the employees who had to the day work off. on Thursdays yeah, exactly. instead of Fridays. I, that aided me. He was like, hey, it's Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't work on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Jimmy's... <laughs> It's Jimmy's uh, kid's birthday. He's, there's no way he's working today. Uh, actually, I wrote about this. Batman, and I was talking about it with my roommate last night because he kind of watched. He watched a little bit of it with me. Batman is he is a thorough detective, right? Mm-hmm. He is um, the modern day version of Sherlock, if there ever was one. Sure. Sorry, Benedict. Um. He doesn't act on hunches. <laughs> right. He acts on no, I know I know this. Mm-hmm. He was like, Harley was acting weird. Maybe I should go to Arkham. They're planning something. He's like, no, no. Batman doesn't do that. Batman doesn't act on a hunch. He's not Well, I I, I don't know. I think that there's um 
you, you've got a hunch. You've got to investigate it. That's how you, you get more clues. But he's not a time waster. And that could have been a huge waste of time. Yeah, but he's got to investigate. If he sees something that seems off, he's got to check it out. I guess. I guess. I mean, even Sherlock Holmes doesn't just look at the situation and immediately know what it is. He's like, okay, this seems strange. Let me check more into this and let yeah. me look down this this path, this alleyway. I mean, I think my biggest issue was his hunch in the beginning before he started watching the videos was Harley Quinn was acting weird. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn always acts weird. Yeah. It's like, huh, she really wanted that doll. Yeah. Harley Quinn, dude. Like, yeah, are that, you really going to question Harley Quinn here? That that kind of feels like it could have been her actual motive. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Batman for like two seconds. Sure. Um, his pupils in this movie. Did you notice? I did. I kind of liked that. The gray pupils and like they just didn't align. It was weird. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, like I, the lines would go over his mask and stuff. It it, I, it was just like an animation thing. What I thought you were talking about is is normally in animated stuff, Batman has just totally white yeah. eyes. And in this, they're white, but you can kind of see like the outline of his, his pupils underneath yeah. the they're white. They're like gray, maybe? Yeah, like or like a slightly different shade of, of white. Which or, I, I, wouldn't a different shade of white be gray? <laughs> I guess. Or like an off-white. <laughs> But oh, I, I kind of like that they it made him feel a little bit more real. I mean, they uh, they could have just given them like uh, you know they've done things where they gave him black pupils before, like that's not crazy. I I wouldn't like you mean just like little dots on his eyes like um I I mean think about every live action Batman mm-hmm. except for Ben Affleck. Um, I don't know even the Ben Affleck one who's not wearing like the big mech suit. Mm-hmm. You see, like the eyes are very the the mask doesn't cover the eyes. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's crazy for to, to be able to see his pupil. I mean, granted, I it does hide his identity further because then he can't tell the color of his eyes and the shape of his eyes. But like, yeah, it's um, it hides his identity a little further. I think it makes it easier to animate. And mm-hmm. it's, um, you, you know, where the, the tradition of having like superheroes without pupils, where that came from? Soup, having what? superheroes not having pupils in, in uh, mass no. it was um the the phantom lee falk came up with it in like 1927 hmm. uh see he got the idea from greek statues and oh, they, they, they don't, don't have, have pupils. pupils and he thought it yeah. gave them like kind of an eerie look and kind of inhuman that's cool yeah that's cool yeah um so he batman shows up and he gets into a big fight with uh with the black spider wait before you sorry you missed a part. Go for it. The the yard scene mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, we need to break into the garage that has, or the warehouse that has all of like the, um, that has all of the, um, weapons. Weapons. Thank yeah. you. Um, and it's a. This is like the part where they really fuck up. Yeah. Like this is this is the movie where it's no the part of the movie where it's no longer a heist movie. Yeah. Cause this like four minutes after it started becoming a heist, movie. pretty much like dead shots. Like we can't be discovered. We're gonna do that. Like there's four guards. I'm gonna kill them all mm-hmm. or shoot them all. Which no, no, he kills them all. Cause Waller says no. Okay, so I wrote this. this is the first thing I wrote when I was watching this. I took notes mm-hmm. during this movie. Waller says keep a low fr- profile and a low body count. Yeah. 
they kill everyone anyway. And she she says rubber bullets only. And, and then he just he looks at the rubber bullets. He's like, nah, real bullets. Yeah. Why are you giving him real bullets as an option? You said rubber bullets only. So just give him. Don't rubber have bullets. maybe maybe don't have real bullets available. Yes, exactly. Um, but so yard. He locks on to the four, um, the four guards, and he's yeah. gonna take all four of them out super quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Captain Boomerang's like, "Nah, mate, we're gonna do two and two. Oh, if anyone doesn't know, Captain Boomerang is like stereotypically Australian. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it's part of the name. Sure. Yeah, Boomerang. But, ooh. Anyway, um, so Deadshot takes his two guys out super fast, super clean. Super, like, quickly, quietly. It's great. Yeah. Boomerang's just like, he throws his boomerang, right? He throws two boomerangs and hits the first guy. And is his, his misses the second guy. Yeah. And then Deadshot's like, you missed. He's like, watch this. And it comes back. He's like, ha I'm, I'm a boomerang villain. But it gives the guy enough time to call for backup. Yeah. Just ruining the whole movie. That's why you use guns. That's <laughs> literally why you use guns. This, this is why you, you can't have a, a guy who uses guns at a guy. If you only had guys with like boomerangs <laughs> and swords and like non-practical weapons, then the boomerang is kind of hidden. Like how silly it is could kind of. Yeah. When but it makes a little more sense. Guns except guns. for one guy. It's like, hey, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Don't, don't bring, bring a, a boomerang, boomerang to a gunfight. Don't bring a boomerang to any fight. <laughs> don't bring a boomerang to any fight at all. Except a for boomerang a boomerang fight. fight. <laughs> no, even then, bring a gun. Because then you're going to win. That's true. But I and, feel like you'd be cheating. Yeah, but he, the other guy's dead. So, <laughs> so you... Uh, you get disqualified for breaking the rules. The okay. ref's just like, you're out of here. Using a gun. Then shoot come the ref. back to you. Then shoot the ref. <laughs> He's like... I make the rules. Yeah. Ooh, we should not be making jokes about guns. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So uh, Black Spider and, and Batman fight. And Black Spider um, emerges later with Batman's belt as his trophy. and uh, But they then they notice that Killer Frost is missing. So Killer Frost had been like secretly tasked by Waller to kill Riddler, not just take the the uh, the data, which is the true purpose of the, the mission. Why Why didn't Waller just tell them the mission is kill Riddler? Would have made the mission so much easier. It would. I mean, it's they literally like, would not have to worry about the data if they kill Riddler because no one knows where the data is yeah. except Riddler and, and Waller. Apparently, it's not like anyone in the Suicide Squad is opposed to killing. They would be fine with that. Yeah, being no problem with killing. Yeah, and but it would ask too many questions because that would be like, "Oh, Edward Nigma's dead. Who killed Edward Nigma?" But they are going to kill Edward Nigma. I know. None of it makes sense. Yeah. You know, I said earlier I like this movie. Now that we're like objectively talking about it and not 100% like comparing it to Suicide Squad, yeah, woof. They <laughs> they had a line earlier where Penguin says something about how Deadshot's like the best assassin in the world, and they have him on the team, but they don't use him as the assassin. Why would you hire the best assassin and use somebody else to assassinate someone? Okay, I got I got a plan. Yeah. I got a plan. We're gonna we're gonna hire mm-hmm. the number one lawyer in the world mm-hmm. to do my dishes. Yeah, I just got arrested for fraud. I want you 
to represent me. I'm I'm gonna have the greatest concert in the world, and it's gonna be Paul McCartney and and Kanye and and the headlining act is Three Days Grace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney will be the janitor at the event. <laughs> Paul McCartney will not be playing. Kanye West will be serving drinks. Yes. Uh, he will he will not be uh, performing. Yeah. So Three Days Grace will be headlining this show. Three Days Grace, if that's your thing, that's fine. But why hire Paul McCartney if you're not going to use him to do the thing he is so good at? I don't know why I said Three Days Grace. <laughs> oh, I hey. Uh, so so uh, she, Killer Frost goes in there to to kill Riddler, mm-hmm. and Riddler reveals to her that um, the reason. Waller actually wants to kill him is that he was on the Suicide Squad before and they, we forgot to mention this, they all have like bombs in their necks. Yeah. That, if um, they don't do anything, they die. That's how KG Beast died. Like, he was yeah. like, I don't want to do this. And then Waller was like, okay, and blew his head up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they did the exact same thing in the live action <laughs> Suicide Squad. They did. Who is the guy that died? Slipknot. Slipknot. I like Slipknot the band. Yeah. Uh, that is not something I'm proud of saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's both him and KG Beast are characters where it it felt like the death should have been shocking, but it happens so quick and you don't know who this character is. Yeah, there's no character development. It's so, like okay, they just killed someone. So the death meant nothing. It's like so it was not shocking. It was not a big deal. I wasn't like I of course they they killed him. It was. 10 seconds. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, anyway, so they have uh, bombs in their neck, and the Riddler uh, was previously on the Suicide Squad, and he figured out how to take his bomb out. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, Waller can't just... Or rather, um, how to deactivate it. How to bomb. deactivate it. Yeah. So Waller can't just use her, her remote control to just blow up his head. Yeah. Uh, so she she sends Killer Frost into trying to kill him, but he he tells her, "Hey, I can get the I can deactivate your your bomb, and you can just go free because they're trying to undermine Amanda Waller because so they, which is the whole reason they're not good." Mm. Uh, but so also Amanda Waller, she's the real villain. Let's be real. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know who the real villain is? Society. No. Was, oof. No, I was gonna say the real villain is whoever directed this damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so the the rest of the squad find her and the Riddler, and they agree to help Riddler escape if he can defuse all their bombs. So, um, meanwhile, the the Joker manages to escape his cell because Harley had like shot him a bunch yeah. of times, and like the uh, one panel got like torn up by a bullet. I wanted. To, I wrote. I wrote a note about this. Um, so the. The panel in his room is torn up by a bullet, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the only way in and out of his room is this giant um, bulletproof glass door Mm -hmm. uh, that has like little holes in it so he can talk to people and also breathe, I guess. Sure. I guess air vent's too risky for the Joker, which makes sense, actually. Um, And so he notices the hole and he pulls out two wires and he touches the wires together and it opens the door. Yeah. What? <laughs> he's like, oh, two wires. Oh, doors open. And he's like, okay. That was very What convenient. the actual, why? Yeah. She shut the exact panels with the door opening wires. Just two hanging wires. They're just loose and just touches them together. Too. That doesn't make sense. None no. of that makes sense. No. 
So Riddler hooks the squad up to uh, electroshock machines. I love that uh, electroshock therapy is like not a common practice anymore. No, it's those. It is? It's not the way it was practiced back in the 50s. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I have degrees in psychology. Um, so it's not practiced the way it used to be practiced. Mm-hmm. Now it's practiced um, as something called ECT, electrocompulsive therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and electrocompulsive therapy is used with uh, mostly in people with, who have like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, uh, other various uh, stuff. Uh, you get put to sleep, anesthetic, um, and they use electric compulsive therapy to basically induce seizures. Right. Um, and what it, the the what it's supposed to do is basically do like a soft reboot. So it's like um, doing like a soft reboot on your computer or your phone. Well, Arkham Asylum is apparently doing so much electroshock therapy. They have six separate chairs ready to go. I'm honestly surprised I didn't have more. Um, I worked in an electro-compulsive therapy unit in college. Mm-hmm. Um, really? This, I, I didn't realize that there's so much of this still going on. And yeah. like all it's because it's being done ethically now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not being done against people's wills. They can they have to consent to it. Um, they're, it's done when they're asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so for all we know, Arkham Asylum's doing the same thing. And these um, were more like electric chairs. These were set up like electric chairs. Like they strapped them. Well, you strapped them down regardless. Because uh-huh. is it like a chair though? Isn't it? Uh, no, it's it's a table. Yeah. Um, because what you're doing is you're inducing a seizure. Mm-hmm. Um, so the body's gonna shake. Yeah. So you, uh, we like, I mean, I didn't do it. Doctors did it. Right. I wasn't there for. I did see the room when it was like not in use. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you get in it. They strap you in. They put you asleep uh, with general anesthesia. Um, general anesthesia is that the one that puts you to sleep? Yeah. they put you to sleep you, uh, you and then they do this the, better than I would well I mean I work I worked in the field yeah um, I'm in the field yeah. um, and they induce the seizure um, and like I said it's like a soft reboot to the brain um, granted Arkham Asylum's probably doing it for reasons that's not depression right or maybe they are I don't know <laughs> it's like I'm depressed. Batman really hurt down. me. Yeah. What? The Joker seems really depressed. He's like, I'm depressed. I can't kill Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joker, we're going to put you to sleep and we're going to uh, shock your brain. So uh, uh, Black Spider is the only one who is not to- hooked up to this because he wants to stand guard. And at the same time, a, a dazed Batman wanders around and is found by the Joker who sneaks up to shoot him. Riddler turns on the machine as Waller calls for an update, and she sees the the bomb signals fading, and so she activates them, and uh, most of them survive. But King Shark's head explodes, and his, his skin jaw, was too thick. That's what they said. The skin was too. Yeah, what was, was for the electroshock therapy? It was too thick. Yeah, something like that. Which um, skin is a really good conductor of electricity. Like is shark skin? Uh, I don't know. But which part of his skin is shark? Is it like is his skin shark skin or human skin? He's half shark. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> like, know. He's or is it a, like some shark human hybrid skin? I mean, if we're talking like good conductors of electricity, he's also got a metal jaw. He does have a metal. Like he, he honestly should be the first one to like. What's his face? Uh, Riddler tells. Uh, dead shot to take his mask off mm-hmm. and i assume it was because you know it's metal you mm-hmm. can't have metal on you 
mm-hmm. like, yeah. And but then also, his jaw is like, oh yeah, you know, your metal jaw, that's fine. So uh, his head explodes. Everyone else is okay, but then um, uh, Joker sneaks up behind Batman and points his gun at him, and then Batman's head explodes without the joker pulling the trigger it, i it just, love the line he uses he's like i love this gun oh i hated that so much oh my god i was just like okay I, why did you hate it because he it? didn't use the gun if he'd like fired and then his head exploded at the same time then it would have made sense oh uh, yeah that's but true. he just points the gun and the head explodes can you imagine having like a gun that has that power it's like point a gun at someone it would be useless because how it, it could just go off any time. Like I guess you couldn't like do a robbery because then like it's like give me the oh no you're dead. Yeah, and you've just got it in like the holster <laughs> and the gut and the ground is just blowing up as you run. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, unless it's like a gun that like you have to think. It's like like it's like in order for it to work, you have to think about it. I guess so. Or it, you could make a gun where there's some sort of like mechanical thought thing. Like there's like a like a thing you have to like pull when you get that thought, and yeah. like a, like some sort of like a like a trigger. You could have like a trigger. <laughs> trigger. Yeah. Like and like the trigger of, of, a, the of a trigger of a of a gun. Oh, uh, I was thinking like an Xbox controller, like the L and R. Oh yeah, or just or a, a trigger of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it. That's a stupid joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I think the. The gun works without like being thought based. That's true. <laughs> it's not like guns are like that difficult to operate. That like we need to, no. to to to. It's too hard to like just pull this back. Uh, so, um, um, I want to talk about that uh, scene for a second. The one where he is uh, bat quote unquote Batman's mm-hmm. head blows up. So. Uh, they then realize uh, I'm going to step into the plot for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have two teams, right? We have Batman and Joker. We have like all of them with Riddler. Um, they realize that the guy who's saying is bl- he is Black Spider is not actually Black Spider. Right. The day's Batman might not actually be the day's Batman. They did a switcheroo. Batman actually won that fight. Mm-hmm. Batman stole um, Black Spider's... Uh, costume and mm-hmm. put him in his costume um has been like in the suicide squad yeah undercover which is they're undercover undercover um but although he he dressed black spider in his full costume he still has his mask he still has his mask under black spider's mask which makes zero sense because yes. the ears yes exactly um why does he why is he carrying two masks around my favorite part is it Either he had to take his mask off to mm-hmm. put it on Black Spider, mm-hmm. thus giving away his identity to Black Spider, mm-hmm. or he literally has a second mask in his back pocket that he just put on Black Spider. Yeah. Um, but I want so Black Spider's Black Spider's head blows up mm-hmm. uh, while wearing Batman's costume, um, and Joker picks up Black Spider's head, mm-hmm. and he says. Um, he basically, he's like, what have they done to you, Denzel? Is yes. it racist for Joker to call? His name's Eric Needham, first of all. Okay. His name is, I looked it up. I was like, is his name actually Denzel? Yeah. Or is Joker being racist right now? 
I, I just did not understand that. Denzel line. Washington. I guess that's what they're going for. Does the Joker just think all black men are Denzel Washington? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's awful. Like I, 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 I guess it's a, I guess it's racist, but it's like it's such a bizarre form of racism. I think it was just like Joker making one of his Joker jokes, but it's like he could have said anything, right? He could have said like any joke. It didn't have to be racist, but yeah. they call him Denzel. It, it's just, I mean, I mean, I guess it is racist. It's just like it's that's something that's never been used as a racial slur and it's something that you have to kind of like think about to even figure out what he's going for it, it, it was just a weird writing choice uh, again 20 year olds writing things for 13 year olds who are I, probably drinking mountain dew playing this is 2014 they didn't have Fortnite. um call of duty it um, felt like the the it the, the imagery looked so much like Hamlet picking up the skull. I was so ready for him to say Yorick. <laughs> and he didn't I, I felt like they just Do left. thirteen year olds know Yorick? <laughs> <laughs> that everyone knows the I mean, people know Hamlet, but yeah. they don't know the characters outside of Hamlet. Yeah, but that's the alas poor Yorick. He's got this the skull. It, it Denzel makes no no sense at all. It was just racist. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I'd, I'll say I'll agree it's racist just because I I don't know what else to call it, but it was it was more confusing than racist to me. Why not all of the above? I guess so. It's pretty bad. It was it, whatever it was. It was a uh, oof. That sums it up. Oof. Yeah. Um, I I always um, this hasn't come up in the the podcast in a while, but I Batman changing clothes with, with someone is something that in the early days of, of this it, it happened like so often like the 60s batman uh, or 70s more like the the serials in like the 40s oh right there's like a recurring thing where batman who's constantly getting like pretending to get knocked unconscious and like just letting people take off his clothes <laughs> he's just like i'll see where this is going and pretend to in be this podcast we don't me. kink shame yeah <laughs> unless it's bestiality with sharks <laughs> Specifically sharks. Yes. Other forms of bestiality I'm okay with. <laughs> but shark is where I draw the line. Yeah. Endangered species. Ah! God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Jaws. Oof. <laughs> or what's the new one? The Meg? Yeah, not Adam and Meg. <laughs> Adam and Meg. <laughs> uh so so Riddler um uh, begins laughing as the, the suicide squad hasn't figured out that Black Spider is Batman. Uh, Batman reveals himself and demands to know why the squad is in Arkham, only for the Joker to arrive and start shooting at everyone. Harley manages to sweet-talk the Joker into forgiving her, and Deadshot manages to out-crazy Joker to scare her, uh, scare him away. He basically tells the, the Joker... that scene. Yeah, it was... It was basically, um, uh, Harley was kind of using Deadshot to make Joker jealous and yeah. saying, like, I got this new man, I don't need you anymore... And so the Joker is really jealous. He comes at Deadshot and um, he's pointing a gun at him and Deadshot's like, you used all your bullets. He puts his head like right up against the barrel. And he's like, you're going to fire and it's just going to click and I'll punch you out. And then the Joker's like, no, I've still got bullets. See, bang, 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 bang. And just like shooting into the ceiling. Oh, like literally wasting all the other bullets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to punch you anyway. Yeah. Um, Why not just test it out on his, on Deadshot? On him, yeah. 
Um, also, God, that scene made me so upset. Mm-hmm. Joker's such an abusive person. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you surprised? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the the first time we see Joker in this movie, he asked Harley if her bruises have healed yet. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. That is awful. Yeah. I mean, it's realistic. We're going for a realistic Joker. This, it's either we got Heath Ledger or we got this. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Jared Leto realistic? No. Um... But, like, I I appreciate them going for the realism of, like, what if Joker existed today? Mm-hmm. Would he do all these things to Harley? Of course he would. Um, yeah. Like, it's I, not I, against the character to do that. I, but it's so, it's, oh, it's gruesome their, just listening to what he's saying. Their relationship is uh, uh, explicitly very abusive it's yeah. very canonically and I, I think there have been some movies and comics that have kind of tried to glamorize that abuse or romanticize yeah that's it never cool and i i like that this one did not do that yeah this they, one was like he's clearly an awful person yeah harley does it more like harley gets back with him more just to save the rest of the suicide squad than for his sake but they well no she's still obsessed with them but that's different I, I felt like they made the consequences of abuse very real and they they did not make yeah. it seem like I, there's any kind of romance to I mean you could t- you could see the trauma in her eyes like in, uh, when she does talk about Joker in the first half of the mil- movie it's all talking about someone who had abused her yeah um like again, like like I, like I said before, I think the best part of this movie was Harley Quinn and the direction they took with Harley Quinn. Sure. Um, so it's it's revealed that uh, Joker hid the dirty bomb in Harley's mallet, which he then activates. Joker broadcasts to Arkham, telling Batman that the the squad um, and the squad that Joker uh, Gotham is going to be destroyed, and he releases all the inmates as a distraction to help him escape. Deadshot manages to escape in a helicopter while Killer Frost is presumably killed in the chaos by Bane, and Deadshot and Captain Boomerang battle for who escapes in the helicopter, with Deadshot tackling him out and leaving him to be arrested. Batman notices three heartbeats coming from the helicopter, revealing Joker and Harley stowed away. Batman then follows them in the Batwing, ends up crashing the helicopter into a building. He knocks out Harley and disarms the bomb. At the same time, Harley, uh, Joker and Deadshot fight, as Joker's not pleased with Deadshot touching Harley. Badly beaten, Joker manages to uh, pin uh, Deadshot manages to pin Joker to the inside of the helicopter helicopter as he pushes out the building onto the ground. Uh, Batman then confronts Wall- uh, Waller over the incident, which resulted in Riddler escaping again. Waller vows that her units will catch him next time, but Batman wants her to discontinue the the Suicide Squad program. Uh, she dismisses him and taunts him that they never found Joker's body. The moment that Deadshot, or the moment that Batman leaves, Waller, Waller notices a gun's laser trained on her chest and then her forehead. Deadshot is shown to be the source, reunited with his daughter, and the movie ends before he pulls the trigger. Yeah. And that's Batman Assault on Arkham. An hour and 20 minutes into the episode. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a tangent a lot. No, no, that's fine. That's, that's what this podcast is. It's no, largely yeah, tangents. Um, I, I mean, it, it, it is such a comic book trope to, to have the Joker, like be in a situation that he, 
there's no way he could have possibly escaped from, but they didn't find his body like you know he did. So this movie takes place between Arkham Origins, which mm-hmm. is, from what I understand, I have not played it, not the best game, mm-hmm. and Arkham Asylum, the first game in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker's a huge freaking character in mm-hmm. the franchise. Even in Arkham Knight, when his character's dead, he's still like super important. Um, so it makes sense for him to live. They can't kill off the Joker and then have him appear in the movie that takes place immediately after. Right. Um, I just, I just didn't. How? Yeah, I just wanted it to to be something where I, he's pinned in the helicopter with knives, and then you see him going like almost all the way to the ground, and then the helicopter yeah. explodes when it hits the ground. Like, it, there's no way he could have. There, there's no ambiguity about what's, whether he got out. What's the name of? Because um, you've played the Arkham games, right? Uh, yeah, but it's it's been a while. Well. Okay, so it's also been a while for me, but if I remember right, Joker um, was kind of playing around with this substance. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was called Venom, but I, that's what Bane's stuff is called. Yeah, so it I, think it, called I Venom, think it was but. Venom. I think it was the same stuff. Oh, was it the same I stuff? I think so, yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, look, it's possible he started playing with this substance before Arkham Asylum. Um but if that's the case, just say it. Just be like, yeah, uh, we found a residue similar to Bane's venom. I think, like, that's, I think that's giving them too much credit. I, I think this is just kind of a, a lazy ending that like it's just a trope in, in yeah. comic books that the, the villain uh, dies, but they don't see the body, and then he just comes back, and then there's just no explanation for how he got out. Yeah. I, I also... Um, um, what were you going to say? Sorry, I had one more note that I ran, um, that I wrote down. Um, so it's a note about Bane. Mm-hmm. Bane's not he. Bane, Poison Ivy. Uh, they show up for two seconds in this movie, mm-hmm. the prison riot at the end of the movie. Um, I don't even remember if like any other important character shows up. Oh, and Two Face, but all oh, Two Face does. Yeah. Two Face just like steals a car. That's all he does. He just steals a cop car and gets yeah. away. Um, before he can get away, uh, I think Bane throws the car at uh, Captain Boomerang or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bane, you see Bane when um, everything, when like Joker frees everyone, um, and he's like chained up, like very like you know Jesus stance. I don't mm-hmm. know what else to call it. Um, and he has the hookups for the toxins, but mm-hmm. the toxins aren't running. He's super skinny, super scrawny, and the toxins. Um, like start pumping. Mm-hmm. Why does he? Ha- why? Do- why are the hookups there? Yeah. Why? Like. Why would they leave? Because like that? Batman, in order to stop Bane, has to yank the tubes out of his head. Yeah. Like, why were the tubes there when he's locked up? Are they casually giving Bane venom? Right. Why? Because like, he doesn't need the venom to. Uh, does he need the venom to live? No. He doesn't need the venom to live. Yeah. It was a, a weird choice. It um, made zero sense. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's Batman Assault on Arkham. Let's talk about um, uh, we have to rank every Batman and Batman in this is, is Kevin Conroy. He's been 
Yeah. He's done a number of things. He's currently number two on our list. He's in Batman. Who's number one? uh, Christian Bale. Really? Yeah. Uh. Um, So the the criteria we look at, let's go over them real quick. It's um, how good is the costume? How good is the car? How good are the gadgets? How good is he as a detective? How good is he in a fight? Um, Is he effective at stopping crime? And do we see his feet? <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that last yeah. one. Um, I don't think we ever see his feet, so I think we can give him good marks there. No, he kicks uh, Black Spider. Well, we don't see his like feet without shoes, though. Oh, why is that a criteria? There's one Batman short where uh, Batman jumped out of his boots, and you see his feet, and my, my co-host felt it was sexual and wanted to rank him lower because of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, we don't see his feet, so that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, How was the the costume? I mean, you already heard me gripe about this. The eyes really just freaked with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not a fan of the eyes. I liked it in in general. It looks like a pretty classic Batman costume, but it looks like um, kind of armored. looks like there's some body armor in there. That's fine. I mean... Look, Batman without armor just sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. Doesn't exactly have powers. Um, it felt like a good mix of the the animated series Batman, like the kind of gray yeah. and black, and but like a little bit more um, like Dark Knight, like Christopher Nolan trilogy, like bringing in some realism. Well, it, with a little bit it of- looks exactly the way he dresses. Because I remember, I, I remember seeing artwork for Arkham Origins. It's the same costume, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, that's good on them, mm-hmm. um, you know, for keeping it within the franchise and like keeping that costume continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like that is important. Um, yeah. Um, how good are the, the gadgets? He had a decent the number gadgets. of gadgets in this. Um, I really liked his, uh, because I, I, I have never seen a lie detector in his eyes before. Yeah. Um, in the scene where Harley Quinn is in the toy store, mm-hmm. uh, Batman's asking her about the dirty bomb. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. J doesn't tell me about half of his stuff. Yeah. And he's like using a lie detector to like, uh, or like rather, he's like looking at her, like her heartbeat yeah. to see if it goes up or down. Um, and it says 100% true. Yeah. I thought that was just like, that's so cool. I that, like that. That's a cool gadget. Yeah. Um, He's got a... Um, the heat uh, signature, the batarangs, yeah. the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. He's got like a bolo he uses at one point. A what? Bolo. Like a, a two circular stones on the end of... Uh, oh, rope. yeah. I don't remember that. Um, yeah, there's one scene where he, he uses something like that. Uh, he's got the the like electric... Brass knuckles he uses wings. Oh yeah, he's fighting kill, uh, King Shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are cool, but like, meh. Um, meh. I, I thought it was good. I mean, we've done a lot of these where there's few to no gadgets, so he gets high marks from me. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, he, he's he's got his cool gadgets in this one. Uh, was he was he good in a fight? I think the fight choreography was really good. Um, let's see, he fought Harley Quinn. He mm-hmm. didn't fight Joker. He fought Harley Quinn. He fought. King Shark. Mm-hmm. Well, he fought Suicide Squad. But yeah. Realistically, he fought King Shark and uh, Black Spider. Yeah. For the most part. Like, yeah. everyone else was just like a quick shot and then like moving on to like mm-hmm. the bigger fight. 
Um, oh, and there are the two that died in the bomb. The bomb, their heads exploded. Yeah. The two people Batman fought died. So you could say Batman killed people. Yeah. No, nah, he didn't. I'm just stupid. Um, I would. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. Uh, high marks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is he a is he a good detective? I think um, he was. That hunch bothers me, but I guess detectives do use hunches. Yeah, and the fact that he he picked up on the fact that it wasn't the right uh, staff for that night. That's, I mean, uh, yes, that's a good detective work. Yeah. But that bothers, that still bothers me. I mean, that's a very Sherlock Holmes thing to notice, like a, a just a very small detail. How that's does wrong. he know the staff of Arkham? Because he's obsessed with, with Arkham. He's he's constantly planning. He's a great detective. I guess. I mean, yeah, no, he is a great detective. It just, that, that one scene bothers me. Um, <laughs> that how, he knows the work schedules of the detectives. How is he... Um, uh, is the effect of it stopping crime in general? He's stopped uh, uh, during the movie. The he stops Saz. Yeah, Saz shows right. up. That's um, right. He's like holding a woman hostage. Completely like, like completely like the plot. Nothing to do with the plot. No bearing mm-hmm. whatsoever. Not like it needs to. It's Saz. Yeah. Who the fuck cares about Saz? Um, that was really cool. He gets he shoots like a, a grappling thing like at the brick behind him. Yeah, and he rips it, it out down. the wall and like. Hits him in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, Saz is always a cool villain. I feel like we don't see enough about this, enough with Saz. Sure. Uh, he doesn't end up stopping the whole Suicide Squad. Several people escape. Uh, let's see. Harley escapes. Deadshot escapes. Deadshot escapes. But he kind of lets Deadshot escape. That's, Which is not good. <laughs> That's... It's you can't not. Say, you can't say like a, with a police officer, like yeah, he let that it, the criminal got away, but like he let him, so he's okay as a cop. <laughs> it's <laughs> like he did a good thing. I don't know, Deadshot. Deadshot's so interesting. Like the more modern take on Deadshot, because he he has a moral code. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I don't know, uh, stopping crime. I would I would give him high marks, maybe minus Deadshot and Harley. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Harley, like she, it, I would say she, she gives up crime after this, but she doesn't cause we've played the Arkham games. Right. We, we know she doesn't. Um, we know she gets back together with Joker Arkham Knight. Literally. It's like she creates Joker's new gang. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like the second coming of the Joker. Um, well, that's not true cause she doesn't have the blood, but, um, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, all right, so um, how is the how's the car? We don't have a car at all. We, we have um, we do have the the plane, right? Yeah, we don't you have the no, no. He we do have the car. Oh, we do. Actor says, um, he uh, hops on his car and goes to Arkham Asylum, okay. and he's like video chatting with Alfred, and he's watching That's right. That's uh, right. the footage of the security footage where he figures out about the staff. Um, that was kind of cool. Yeah, there's not a lot to go on. There's with not. This car. Uh, it's not it's there. a car. Yeah, I wonder. There, I think the real question is: Did he obey traffic laws? Did he use traffic <laughs> lights? Uh, did he yield? Um, does Gotham City have a rule about making a right turn on red? Uh, and if so, did he follow the All law? All good questions. Um, um, so <laughs> let's 
I'm gonna review our our top five Batman real quick. Number yeah. one, Christian Bale. Okay. Number two, Kevin Conroy. Okay. Number three, Adam West. Number four, Michael Keaton. Okay. And number five, Bruce Greenwood from Batman Under the Red Hood. Oh, I like that movie. It was yeah, good. Yeah, he was good. Um, as much as I didn't like this movie, I thought Batman was really good in this. I mean, it's Kevin Conroy. Like, there there are very few instances where like it's not a bat, not a good Batman. Um, I I want to put him at number one. I think he belongs above Christian Bale. He had all the the yeah. marks for me. Yeah. Um, no feet, lots of gadgets. That's what I want in my Batman. <laughs> no feet and lots of gadgets. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. Um, I agree. I um. I I would not see Christian Bale at number one. But obviously, you know, the three movies he was in were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, like so. my number one, probably Michael Keaton. But Kevin Conroy versus Christian Bale, I would probably say Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy just in this movie versus... Uh, no. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. This Kevin Conroy is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. This, this Batman was, was great yeah. um, as far as Batman's concerned. Yeah. But we're not talking about how good the movie is as a whole. It's just how good. Just Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say he's better than Christian Bale, but he's still very good. Yeah. Um, I think overall Kevin Conroy is better than Christian Bale, so I would put him higher personally. Yeah, I'm gonna move him up to number one. So we've got a new number one. Took took long enough, but he's he's finally. How long was Christian Bale reigning for? Oof. Uh, I mean, you guys. I'm sure now? you guys have like covered all three of those movies at this point. Yeah, we yeah. covered everything up to 2014 at this point. Which means Kevin uh, Christian Bale can't get higher now. Nope. He has no, he has nothing to boost him. Kevin Conroy, he's pumping out stuff all the time. Well, I mean, it's possible Kevin Conroy will be knocked lower. He's got some some uh, some questionable things coming up. Uh, killing joke. Was he in Killing Joke? I think he was. Um, I'm thinking more of the the Kevin Smith movie Yoga Hosers, where Kevin Conroy plays uh, Bat Dash Man, just a guy with a baseball bat. I so uh, Yoga Hosers. Um, you know, I was telling you I, uh, at the beginning of this, uh, I watched The Room last week. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of bad movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen Yoga Hosers. I really want to see Yoga Hosers, but I'm nervous. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I, genuinely nervous. I'm nervous before I see any bad movie I haven't seen because, yeah. um, is it gonna be something I like? Right. Because there are the bad movies where you're like, "This is incredible." Mm-hmm. The Room, Poultry Geist, Night of the Living Chicken. <laughs> uh, anyone who's not seen that should go see that like immediately. It's a horror musical. We um, gotta we gotta start wrapping yeah, this up. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, my band put out a demo a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, uh, everywhere. Uh, our band's called Anxious Anxious, Anxious, question mark, Anxious, exclamation point. Um, What's the name of the, the, the EP? It's called Busy Lives. Uh, the five song punk stuff. It's punk. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash anxious, anxious, NY. Uh, Instagram doesn't exist. Instagram doesn't exist. Instagram doesn't exist. The okay. whole platform this is a dream. I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't have a lot coming up. I'm going to be at Howard's at some point in December. Um, everything else I think is going to be over by the time this comes out. 
Um, follow me on, on Twitter at Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. And next week, we're going to be covering Justice League War with Connor Cregan. Uh, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. Robbie, do you want to lead us in a Kareem? Kareem? Kareem! Kareem! Kareem!